Welcome to the SMA Podcast and the last episode of 2023. I'm your host, Daniel Bader. You know, we've had some pretty heavy topics lately. State report cards measuring how our schools and the district is doing. New elementary report cards sharing with parents how we're, how we're measuring how their students are doing. And what about the school board's consideration of a potential referendum? All important topics and reflective of the, the hard work that's going on. But they don't exactly spark joy, do they? Or excitement? Or share what our students are so busy doing? Today, I want to wow you with some of that work that our students are engaged in. Apologize, a choral group spent a day recently out in the community caroling. And I really wanted to be able to share some of their music with our listeners and to spotlight this particular group because it's tied to our music department, which has been growing by leaps and bounds. Today, we'll hear from two students who are part of Apologize and teacher Amy Swanson, who mentors the group. And a little bit about how the department, which consists of herself and one other music teacher, David Shaw, is growing and getting students really excited about music. First, though, let's hear some of that music. Today we're joined by two high school students, um, Aiden and Genevieve. They're both members of the Apollo Jazz um, Choir. Genevieve, so you're a senior this year. How long have you been part of Apollo Jazz? Uh, this is actually my first year in Apollo Jazz. This is what, what made you join up? Um, I was thinking of joining it last year, but then I just, I don't know, I didn't. But this year I really wanted to because I love singing. It's something I've always done, mm-hmm. so... Uh, how about how about you, Aiden? What got you into um, singing? You're a junior this year, right? Yes. Uh, kind of same thing as Gigi. It's it's the passion. I love singing, and well, peer pressure is also a very strong thing. <laughs> yeah. You got uh, roped into this. Yeah, I did. But I can say, from my personal experiences, that I do not regret not joining. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you yeah. don't regret not joining. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Because at first it was kind of like I don't know if I want to take these these extra, this this like extra choir thing, mm-hmm. and take all this time out of my day. And, and like before, I didn't know that I liked music this much, and I was just like, oh, it's singing. I mean, yeah, I like I like singing, but not as much as I do now. And jazz choir is the reason why I love singing, and I picked up a new 
a new a passion, which is being a vocal percussionist, and that's something I've picked up from this from jazz choir, and I'm glad that I have joined because I found all these nice nice people, amazing talented singers, and it just it's just an amazing experience in general. It's your first year doing this. Yes, too? sir. It's my first wow. year. So how many uh, back to kind of spreading the cheer? What were um, how many how many pieces did you did do? Where was it? Um, uh, I guess we'll stay with Genevieve. Where, where, how many um, songs did you guys sing? I think we did around like five or six, or. Yeah, we kind of jumped around our, like our whole thing. It was, Comanche Carol, Jingle Bells. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Or yeah, and then we also did. Um, a song called Peace, Peace. Oh yeah. Which yeah, and uh, Peace, Peace also is. Um, it's like a combined song with um, what was the other one? Silent Night. Silent Night, yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys did the lunch hour at the Bucyrus Club, is that right? Yeah. Oh yeah. What was that like? Um, it was kind of fun. <laughs> I mean, uh, my grandma actually came and watched us there <laughs> while she was eating. Really? But there, yeah. Did she know you were gonna be there? Yeah, she did. Yeah. Okay. People yeah. were eating. They were like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Singing. All right. Let's go. They get entertainment with their dinner, like <laughs> right <laughs> or lunch. Well, yeah, lunch. But- yeah, um, and that that's kind of a great place to do, right? That the fireplace and the, oh, it was you know. hot. Yeah, when, when we were singing, it was angled. Where the middle, I was I, luckily I escaped, but the people that are there, it's just the fire was right there. It was on your legs. I'm like, oh my, it's hot. Yeah, but luckily yeah. I escaped. Especially because <laughs> you were outside some places too, right? Did you? Where, uh, or, or was it all inside? It was all inside. It was all okay. inside. Yeah. Where else did you go? So, oh, we went to this business. Oh, the. DB the tax wealth place, man- yeah. yeah. DB wealth yeah, management, yeah. In the middle school as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so was... We went to two different like nursing homes. Yep. Mm-hmm. To living. Yeah. What was your favorite part of it, um, Genevieve? How about you? Um, just being able to see like the people like smiling and enjoying like just us singing and have and like being surprised that we're just there to sing and stuff. I mm-hmm. guess was really sure. nice. How about you? Um, I'd say the best part about it was just being with, like, a family. Just being with my group, and it felt like a family. We were, we were all just so happy. We're all smiling. We're all singing. We're all doing what we love. We're all passionate about it. And my favorite part was singing "Peace, Peace" at a nursing home, and it sounded so beautiful. And everybody was smiling, and we're all just singing, and that truly made me happy. And it was just it's so impactful it was so impactful I mean I just it's truly happy
joining us now uh, is, uh, I'm going to get your title wrong, Amy Swanson, uh, music teacher. Tell me your full title. I am the high school choral and general music instructor here. Right. And then you would also, that means the director of the Apollo Jazz group. Yes, and I'm also, yes, <laughs> I also lead Apollo Jazz, yes. Right. Um, so tell me, um, you know, we just heard uh, why these students joined, but tell me kind of more structurally, what is Apollo Jazz? Sure. Apollo Jazz is our answer to the ambassadors of our school and choir program. Um, I like to think of it more as our school. These are the students who, it's a smaller group, so we're able to go out into the community and be that face and that voice for our students um, and our high school. And Apollo Jazz came through um, also the need for higher level learning. And so it's a pretty intense experience. Um, the audition process is learning a little snippet of one of the pieces of music that we're going to learn in the coming year, and then learning a jazz choir solo. It sounds really scary, but mm. like I make it not a scary environment. And then I have to play some notes back to make sure that they can learn quickly and have the oral skills to, hey, I heard my part. I can replicate that right away because we only meet once a week. So mm. we meet at 6.45 on Friday mornings until 7.30. I make everybody breakfast. And so we sing and eat together and share a meal. And so they only get 45 minutes once a week mm -hmm. to put everything together. So there's a lot of work that they do outside of school. Got it. Got to, it. to come in. Um, That's interesting. So this is almost like... Well, if, if there were there is a gifted talent program, but this would be the yes. extra work for those students who excel yes. or want more out of their choral yes. experience. Yeah. Yes. And you don't necessarily have to be the best sight reader. You can read the music better than anyone else. It really helps. Mm -hmm. um, but oral learners can be in there, and really you just have to be dedicated to working hard. Mm -hmm. And these students have worked hard. They had a concert on December 2nd, on December 3rd, with the concert choir that they're in. We sang on December 13th. They did the Spreading the Cheer campaign, and today they're performing for our Joyful Symphony concert. So they had to leave class to practice for that. I just got done with rehearsal with them during Aspire to make sure they were ready mm -hmm. for that. So I'm feeding them lunch today. I'm making Crock-Pot. That was my only way of being like, you're working so hard. Thank you for always coming in and being dedicated. Here's breakfast, or here's Crock-Pot mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, well, I think you've done a good job bringing them together, because as we heard from Aiden, he said it feels like a family. Yes. So that kind of you've done a good job or they've done a good job building community there yes and that's the whole point of apollo jazz um we're choosing jazz as our medium that's a, a truly american music it's yeah. a democratic type of music for me definitely can you define that because you sing all styles of music you have you have old older music you've done the national anthem what what is the when you say jazz what is jazz mean? has certain well its roots are in the african-american slave experience yeah. and so there's so much that came over from mama africa and and it's infused in american pop music too not just jazz but jazz is that the harmonies technically there are lots of seventh chords so mm. you have do mi sol ti and you have that t in there um to make it kind of cool yeah um yeah. and there's lots of different styles of jazz when we did our Spreading the Cheer campaign, we did not just jazz. We had a little set that was jazz, and then we incorporated other traditional carols. Mm -hmm. um, 
in there. But the group specializes in that type of singing. So if you're singing eighth notes, you swing the second one. So it's not mm-hmm. do ba do ba, it's do ba do ba do ba. So there's lots of technical things that are different from singing straight tone or even pop music. Um, so it's just a different style and genre of Got it. of singing. And it sounds like there's a range of what you do anyway. So the, yes. but but jazz is its roots. Right. And then we go and compete um, at solo and ensemble in the medium of jazz. Mm. We go up to UW-Stevens Point for their jazz festival so that we're only singing jazz and we get to work with amazing um, nationally known jazz groups and they come and do a clinic with us and we perform for all of the different jazz choirs around the state that are at that festival. So mm. um, in that medium, but we also sing other things and go out into the community like Veterans Day. and Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, I've used you twice to do the national anthem and, yeah. <laughs> and right on the football field and, and other things. Right. I mean, and you the guys school are the go-to. Yeah. Because you're so great. Well, thanks. But they also, the other idea about the Apollo Jazz Choir was we're not going to do all of these big competitions and traveling. Like there's acapella groups who will go and travel. But for me and my philosophy of education, if you are in the top ensemble and you are this gifted person, your job is to show what music can do and how it can change people and communities. So their job is service to our community, not service to themselves. Mm. So like our big thing is going up to UW-Stevens Point. We're not doing competitions to try to win trophies and go other places because our job is to serve others and then change their lives with music. Mm. And that's what the Spreading the Cheer campaign was about. Got it. Yeah. Um, so the the students told us to, a little bit about that, but uh, what? Tell me about the concept and what it, the intention is. So thankfully, the PAC helped sponsor that. So Rachel drove us around. They um, sponsored lunch for the students so that they could keep going all day long. Mm-hmm. They did all of the advertising for us, which was great. Um, and we collected donations, food, food and monetary donations. Um, to help get students, some of the monetary donations were to help get students up to UW-Stevens Point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the rest of that was to go to the Human Concerns. So we collected food and money um, to take to Human Concerns that day while spreading cheer to assisted living homes, to the um, South Milwaukee Senior Center, mm-hmm. um, to Bucyrus Club, DB Tax and Wealth has a beautiful space to sing in, and they always treat their employees to music. So we went there for the Valentine's Day, and then we went there for our Spread the Cheer campaign. So it's mm. nice to um, go and see those employees and work at the Bucyrus Club. We eat there, and then we sing for patrons yeah. as well. So the idea was to spread cheer, and they made cards to hand out to all of the residents at, I think we went to three different... Um, facilities. So, mm. and and when was that? It was a Friday? Or that was last was Friday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, and we raised a hundred dollars and got three bags of groceries. And our quick, I think we gave out the big advertisement on Monday, just because there were so many concerts this year, we didn't get to advertise early enough. Mm. Um, but I think that was really successful in one day. Um, sure. Just quickly asking, and so, um, and the students that changes them. Singing to people that you see are isolated and don't have many visitors and seeing their absolute joy 
when you sing something they know or they can sing along with you on on some of these tunes mm-hmm. um that's the most fun part seeing that you've actually changed someone's life for a little bit yeah in a day you brighten their day and then that really alters the students and how they see themselves and realize what they can do with their instrument mm-hmm that's fantastic. You know, and we've been thinking a lot about that here in the district uh, as we go through a strategic visioning process. Um, I'm helping the community engagement group, and we're talking about ways that students can contribute to the community while still engaging in academic work, you know, or in their interests, you know, rather than just straight up volunteering, which is academic in its own, but, you know, um, keeping it tied to curriculum and, and kind of this is a great example of that. Right. Yeah. Um, we have a big concert coming up for our choral festival, too, where we're collaborating with museums and um, celebrating the 60th anniversary of the passage of the Civil Rights Movement, learning about Wisconsin's big civil rights workers. Um, so that's another option. It's not just apologize for that one, but that's yeah. another way that students are bringing in the community. We're trying to make those ties because I'm biased, obviously, because I teach music education, but I really think that that is what can bring people together and create strong communities based on humanity Mm -hmm. and that we can look past some other differences because we realize the humanity in each other and the joys that we all like to try to experience and maybe the heartbreaks, too, that we all share sometimes, too. Mm. Um, Shifting gears just a little bit, um, but I think it speaks to the passion you just, just mentioned. Um, our music program is is kind of in a renaissance right now. Yes. Right? T- tell me about that. It's so exciting. There's so much support um, from administration, and I am forever grateful and pinch myself every day that we have support from the PSC, we have support from the superintendent and the curriculum director and our principals. They come to concerts. We just did a big ballad of the Brown King, this huge cantata that we collaborated with UW Parkside, and the superintendent, the curriculum director, and our principal all came. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much support, and these kids see that. Um, the choir in one year had a 50% increase. Wow. To uh, what? what, what how, it was 50 to 75. Wow. Um, next year, the top choir is going to be around 50 students. And so... <laughs> Like, I don't know how we're going to fit in our room anymore, yeah, right. um, which is a great problem to have. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, solo and ensemble, our whole school sent about 44 entries to solo and ensemble. And this year, students have not finished signing up and choir for it yet, but we're at 45 already. So we're we're surpassing what the entire school brought to solo and ensemble this year, just in the choir alone. Yeah. Our orchestra, we now have two orchestras because the orchestra grew so much that they needed to address, um, like, the needs of students who needed to to do more. So we have a chamber orchestra Mm. as well. So it's exciting. Um, Our our six through eight music educators are phenomenal. They really are. And students are realizing that if we put the hard work in, we can make amazing things happen and they're experiencing all of that success and then it just keeps feeding on itself so mm-hmm. it's it's just thrilling i agree one of the things again in that that strategic plan that we're looking at is last year the tour of music through the elementary schools the middle school choir yes. and band went uh or orchestra i guess went and spoke or spoke and then also played for the students to 
gin up interest for, for picking up an instrument when they get to high school or middle school. Yes, and we also have a South Milwaukee Music Parents Association that mm. is in a revival as well. Um, it's a lot of high school parents now, so we're trying to do some more re- um, outreach to the middle school parents, but they are here to help fund. We need six cellos. Oh. <laughs> so, like, we're in a... We How have much does a cello lot, cost? Oh, $2,000 for a decent one, okay. not necessarily a... Yeah. Um, like a thousand... Yeah for a school cello so there's a lot of funds that we're going to need mm-hmm. um we would really like to start sending students to music camps and experiences so that they can go beyond what we can provide here at south milwaukee and i also realized that there was a lot of um disparity and on the state side i'm also involved with the state music education association so mm-hmm. i'm trying to help solve some problems like we do not have diverse populations in our honors ensembles mm. and in our all-state choirs. And there are some barriers that are there that are getting in the way, and South Milwaukee Music Parents is going to try to get rid of some of those for our students mm. um, so that every student can participate in all-state and state honors auditions, experiences, and, and choirs because um, there is a heavy financial cost to a lot of that got it um, yeah. so if we can get them to music camps if we can get them to those experiences if we can get accompanists because they're mm. per event it's about 30 dollars for an accompanist and the choir has 45 right events right now so like, <laughs> i'm playing for some of them for free and we're asking some other parents who can play too to help mm-hmm. um, but when we do have to hire a professional to come in there's like increased there's a lot of increased cost. Yeah. So our music parents are doing an amazing job. They have, they're have they in the middle of a snap raise campaign right now. So maybe I can get information out yeah, to you to tie with a campaign. It ends on January 1st. So we're trying to get $20,000 so that we can supplement those cellos and um, the fees for the, for the accompanists and things like that. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting that there's this revival. They're working with Cyrus Club now. We have a Jazz and More event, April 16th, mm. um, where we're collaborating with a local business, and we're going to have a nice Jazz and More event. We kind of got it off the off to a start um, last year in our school cafeteria, but we're trying to create a Jazz Club mm-hmm. experience. The end more is that we're bringing in other ensembles, not just our jazz combo started. So we now we have what's a jazz combo? Um, like <laughs> Barry sax, trombone, trumpet, drums, piano, bass, guitar. Oh, like yeah. those types of small instruments. Just a yeah. small, not a huge big band, mm-hmm. but a small um, jazz ensemble for the band. Awesome. So it, so we have a jazz choir, jazz band. Um, and that's the other, I forgot that that's another thing that is starting. So it's so exciting. Yeah. And that's you and David Shaw, yes. right? The two of you. He's such a great, these. like we just keep flying ideas to each other and we're like, let's do it. Let's go for it. Yeah. That's so, so exciting to have that space to do it and the, the energy and the will and then growing support from parents. Yes. It's fantastic. And whenever we ask, we keep asking and people keep saying yes to things mm. and that my biggest learning experience is that you can just ask and yeah. I'm surprised by how many people say yes and, and support things. Mm. So, so I'm not, I'm going to go out on a limb and say not a ton of students listen to this, but if a parent of a student wants to get their, their child engaged in the music program, what should they do? 
contact the counselor and contact one of us and we will fight for your child on every angle <laughs> to get them into music. And we also, the nice thing about all of the music teachers, 6 through 12, is that we don't just care about your student success in our classroom, but in life. So like we do grade checks, I hand out agendas to kids who need them. We check in with students, we call home, we make sure that things are okay because we we care about the the human mm. not not the academic student we care about the human and and helping people become good humans um so contact us contact the principals contact the um the guidance counselors and we will work to get them in <laughs> sure um so january 4th is freshman preview night here yes. at the high school will, will there be a presence there? yes apologies <laughs> okay. they're the ambassadors they have to come and sing the school song for that day and i think um dave might have some people playing band too so awesome, awesome. you will never go wrong with putting your student in music like yes we're talking about humanity and i said we care more about the student than just the academic, but it is scientifically shown that studying an instrument actually improves a student's IQ mm. and helps them. It's because um, I'm going to use the analogy of a file folder. So when they learn information, your brain puts it in a file folder and it puts it in the cabinet and shuts the drawer. Well, music is acts as that secretary who knows exactly where in that drawer that file is and pulls it out really quickly instead of you having to go back and search through all of those files to find mm. it. So the processing systems in people's brains are so much faster when they learn music. And actually, um, I had a professor's son who wanted to become an anesthesiologist and he was going in for surgery and asked the anesthesiologist, like, what do I need in college? I'm a freshman in college right now. And the guy's response was not, take these bio classes. He said, are you a musician? If mm. you're a musician, you will be allowed in medical school. Wow. That's that awesome. was his advice, not yeah. take these bio classes. He goes, this doesn't matter. They know that the musicians' brains are what they want there. Mm -hmm. so. I would even say in the, you know, if students that are um, headed towards, uh, you know, a technology and a career right yes. outside, um, one thing that our... STEM teachers have been saying is that collaboration skills are something mm -hmm. that that our students uh, they're not seeing coming out mm -hmm. necessarily. And um, besides giving your brain a break from sitting at a desk or you know mm -hmm. working a math problem, um, being able to socialize and collaborate with students who are working on a musical piece. Our assessments, there are some individual parts to the assessment, but it's a whole ensemble assessment. So you don't have any other class where how the people around you take that test affects your grade on the test. Like you're taking that test together. You're doing that presentation together. You have your own responsibility within the group, mm -hmm. but you have to constantly be listening to and reacting to those around you and how they're playing or singing and what they're doing. Um, and a goal of our music department this year is actually increasing the skills of students to use words and communicate. Mm. Um, how? Did, what did we do well? What do we need to work on? And then by the time they're in high school, being able to say, this is how we all can fix our own problem here. Um, right, so they're going to be independent yeah. learners who, oh my gosh, we made a mistake there. Let's, do, let's try this technique to fix that. Mm. 
and we just observe. <laughs> right. Not that that's how we run class. Like we have to teach them the skills and let them know how you can fix it. But if we're sick for a day, they should be able to run a successful rehearsal and fix things and not just have a day off. Like we don't give study halls when we're gone. <laughs> they have to run their own right. selves. And that's a lot to ask 34 students to be able to lead themselves as a group of 34 students. Right. Because um, many of our substitutes don't know music. Yeah, yeah. They are there to, <laughs> with attendance. They're there to, to like do attendance and then... We have a concert. You can't not sing or mm. rehearse or whatever. So, oh, I'm sold. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, thank you for taking the time today to talk about this. It's always great to have you on. <laughs> thank you so much for highlighting music education. Please give your child that gift because it will last their entire life. A big thank you to our students, Aiden and Genevieve, and to Amy Swanson for their time today, and to Apollo Jazz for being ambassadors out in the community. Thank you, too, to our South Milwaukee Performing Arts Center staff and Apollo Jazz member Shelby Brooks for capturing and sharing some of the music from when the group was out caroling. Um, Looking ahead, please consider attending the January 10th school board meeting. That question about a potential referendum on the spring ballot that we talked about at the top of the show will be decided at that meeting. The school board would like to hear from you whether you're for it or against it or any questions you might have. Enjoy the winter break, and we'll talk to you in 2024.